In Florida Ag and Review for the week of April 19th, Earth Day was celebrated this week and we reported how producers were being celebrated for their often overlooked contributions. Well, across the nation today, the 22nd of April, we're officially commemorating 40 years of Earth Day celebrations. But for farmers and ranchers... Every day is Earth Day. That's USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service Chief, Regional Assistant for the East, Walt Douglas, who says there are actually many things to celebrate this week. And it just so happens that this year... Uh, our agency is celebrating its 75th anniversary along with uh, Earth Team volunteer teams as well as Soil Stewardship Week. And so there are a number of celebrations going on this week, and it's going on all over the country. And Douglas adds that it is certainly true that farmers are indeed the first environmentalists. If it wasn't for the producers, uh, we wouldn't have the kind of environment we have today. And, I, you know, I applaud the uh, producers because if it wasn't the producers, well, who would be protecting our natural resources today? So a whole lot of uh, credit goes to the customers, uh, our producers out there, whether they're ranchers or farmers or they own forest land or whatever. They are the ones that are making things happen today on the land. And Florida NRCS state conservationist Carlos Suarez agrees with the sentiment, as he says producers have been celebrating Earth Day much longer than the 40 years it's been in existence. They are excellent stewards of the land, and they know that if they take care of their land, you know, that the land will take care of their, themselves. So it's, it's absolutely uh, amazing the things that producers do out there you know, for many, many, many years protecting the land. And as they recognize, you know, for them is also Earth Day every day. And as we turn our attention to livestock news, Randall Wiseman has this report. When it comes to the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and the Cattlemen's Beef Board, many are aware of the restructuring efforts that have been underway. NCBA President Steve Fogelsong, a producer from Central Illinois, gives his analogy of what is actually taking place. From my perspective, as I looked at it going in, here's how I, my analogy was that from time to time, and it's not very often, we need to raise the hood on the pickup truck and actually see how the thing's working. And that's how I viewed this deal. You know, we've only got so many dollars to work with that producers put in both in the checkoff, you know, and those dues dollars. And we need to figure out how to be as efficient as we possibly can be with every one of those dollars. He said that while there are some potential roadblocks to the industry's optimism, it is a battle that can be overcome if everyone remembers that they are in it together. America's producers deserve a national organization that is is very nimble, is tough, can get with those issues and, and deal with them very, very efficiently. And from the same perspective, you know, we need to make sure those checkoff dollars are doing what they should do to promote our product and build us beef demand. And that's how I viewed the whole thing, just making sure that we had those things linked together so that we didn't waste any money. And I think long term, that's where we'll wind up. Working groups are currently developing bylaws, investment schedules, and a transition timeline. And these changes will be considered by the board at the summer conference in Denver this July. If approved at that meeting, implementation of the structure would begin. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Griner on his take of today's rural life. Agriculture is always in a state of change. It has to be. Technology of 20 years ago would destroy the system of food production we have today. But what's happening today is also very alarming. Rural America is changing. And the change is not good. Communities are vanishing. Small businesses can no longer compete with today's retail giants. These small businesses close. Health services decline as doctors move to big cities. Schools suffer as the tax base shrinks. This all adds up to job losses and a shrinking economy. And look at the farm itself. For every farmer 35 or younger, there's three that are 65 or older. And that's the biggest problem of all. 
You may modernize the way you farm, but you can't stop those birthdays. Well, there is one way, but that's the most drastic change of all. Living in the country may be good, but making your living in the country is a hassle. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.